know how we do. And we're back. I'm here with Phil. We got some Portland Trailblazers, Dallas Mavericks bubble basketball on the TV. Third quarter. How are we feeling? Dude, I think we need to tell the audience. We just had Second Ave Deli, some of New York's finest eateries you can get. And we are ready to go with another episode of Baltics. I'm in a full food coma right now. That's good. But one thing I will say is my mental capacity is still better than our leading candidate for the president of the United States. That means, that literally means nothing. <laughs> uh, it's not a high bar at all. Um, but we do have some big news regarding the potential future president of the United States. And the news is regarding this vice president who also may be the future president of the United States. Joe Biden has selected Kamala Harris. What the fuck is going on? This is most certainly breaking news in terms of the presidential election and just like serious breaking news. I think it's crazy. I think there was a really polarizing response online. Uh, my, I don't, what did you see? What kind of response did you see online? Vitriolic from both sides. It was like, let's fucking go. Like, come on. There was one element or one sect of people that were literally like, as if it was like a football game and it was like, like something had happened. And then there was like a complete rejection. Like some people who were like saying like, this might be a a cop or like a, she's a prosecutor. Right. So I, there was just a very intense like uh, attack from one side and to the other side. What did you see? See, I just don't understand when you say there was people that were like really pumped up. <laughs> I struggle to understand where these people are coming from, from the sense of like, if you listen to Kamala Harris, what segment of the population is like, wow, she's speaking to me. <laughs> she's so genuine. She's so real. Uh, her message, it's just getting me going. Like, where do these people live? Think about it. I'll just say this. Think about it like that there's like, let's call it like 30 million people who hate Trump. 10% of the population. U.S. population. Sure. Exactly. Okay. They fucking hate Like, they hate him. So now they've just... They've really had a candidate who they like are struggling to get behind. Now they have this young, I think she identifies as an African-American woman in some respects. Okay. She's very well-spoken. Um, she speaks beautifully in some respects, irrelevant of like what her positions are sometimes in some regards. So I just think it, it was a very, it was really exciting for a, a big portion of the country to be like, wow, this is someone we can get behind. This is someone who we, we can vote for. And this is someone who we think can beat Donald Trump. So politics aside, yeah, I understand what you're saying. I just my concern here for the Biden campaign is that she has this Hillary unlikability to her. Sure. And it I don't want to make this like a woman issue per se, but I because that's not the case here. I think okay. there's just a certain way in terms of lack of genuineness that both her and Hillary possess where they're like smiling where it's not a real smile. They're laughing. It's not a real laugh. We've seen these videos time and time again. And we know generally stats. This is a stat driven thing that women candidates have not historically played well with holsters. Mm. So I wonder if coupled with how she kind of has, it comes off as phony. Mm. And Trump has already attacked her as phony in his first ad campaign. 
um, coupled with the fact that women haven't generally played great in politics uh, for president of the United States, I wonder how she'll play out. I'm also interested. I think if there was ever a candidate for vice president or for president, that the Democrats as an establishment group could get behind and be like, you know, everything in the past is the past. Kamala, we you attack Joe, you go. Sorry. Oh, are you saying like everything that happened in the past, like you've attacked yeah, Joe Biden, we're over it. We're over it. It's okay. completely clean slate. They're going to say that to her literally today. They're going to call her into an evil lair. Yeah. There's going to be like crazy, like, you know, rituals and shit like that. And they're going to say, Kamala. And, and she's, what's, who's like the, the council? Nancy, Is it like Pelosi? Yeah, Pelosi, Schumer, <laughs> uh, Lori Lightfoot. Yeah, there's a ton <laughs> of them. And there's a ton of people in cloaks who you actually never know their identity. We, we're not they're just like the serious donors that have just contributed. They're, just, they're actually currently always just throwing money physically into a pot. So that's the dynamic there. And I think what they're going to conclude is that they're going to be like, go after Trump, be an attack dog, speak your truth, like advocate for the, you know, I think uh -huh. there's a real opportunity to advocate for some real change. So I'm, I'm excited to see. It wouldn't have been my choice at all, but it is what it is. And it is breaking news. Yeah, I guess you make a good point there. There, there is a competence, competence. I can't say the word. Yeah, competency. Competency element to her. Yeah, uh, for sure. I mean, she's someone who's had like a career Definitely. in something. She's not a career life politician. Yeah. Um. So I could see how she checks boxes in other ways, politics wise. What do we know about her? Do we know anything about her? Like, she was pandering left and right during these debates. Yeah. Is this what she stands for? What does she stand for? I'm gonna. I think I reserve the right not to give a, a direct answer to that because what we saw in the debates was actually insane. Like, it, like one night you would hear a position, yeah, and the next night in a different kind of tricky situation, she would actually advocate for the, the exact opposite position. So it is hard to know what her true policy is. So she's moderate. I consider anyone that's a prosecutor, like of people who they define as like criminals, is to be somewhat. It has to be like you can't call them a progressive. Right. Let's put it that way. Like they, it, it fundamentally does not go hand in hand. So I'll let her advocate for what her true policies are. I think this is the time to do it. But I would going in not not being one hundred percent educated, call her like a moderate Democrat, like a very interesting. What you see a lot of now. Are we pumped for a Pence Kamala debate? Yes, and I think that's obviously the re like a very. It's going to be a, seen as a very pivotal pivotal moment in gaining momentum going into the election because what if Kamala Harris comes out and makes the, makes Mike Pence look like this out of touch, like military brat, like so disconnected, like robotic, or Mike Pence can just play the law and order card and really expose her for her, her phoniness and her panderings, whatever. Uh, right. So I think it is the most pivotal, pivotal mo moment, moment going into the yeah, it, 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 you're right. That's w really well said. And like, it, it could set us up um, for kind of uh, that sort of insight into what do American people want? Yeah. So we know Trump is raw, uncut, Definitely. unfiltered. And we know what she kind of represents is more of your stereo, your yeah. kind of stereotypical phony politician. Yeah. Um, it will set up this little bit of a choice. Yeah, Pence is pretty, pretty um, uh, old school politician -y too. So we'll see who comes off more palatable of the bunch. That's that is the fundamental question for the American people. Not that I think that's the, like most important thing. I just think that's how it's gonna play out. Like people just see 
things on Twitter, things on the news. Yeah. They make opinions and then they go vote. So in the un- highly, highly yeah. unlikely event oh. that Joe Biden's age starts catching up with him, oh. highly unlikely. And you don't say. He happens to find himself not being president of the United States. Wait, is he already in or is he's he? He's in. He's in. Can we? Can we or make- even potentially before. I want to discuss it before. And okay, so before. Keep going. Keep going. Though. So in the event that, are we prepared to have Kamala yeah. our president? Yeah. Does she kind of, uh, are we prepared for this? So I think the thing. Are we prepared for Joe? Is she better than Joe as a candidate? Who's better? Anyone is better than someone who's not with us. So (laughs) I even, even my, I don't, I I will say I, as of now, I don't like Kamala Harris. I, um, so I, I, but I will give her a chance to put her platform out there. And I will, I could change my mind because it is such a low standard for what is needed, but I think there's a real possibility that so Kamala Harris, I think, dropped out before the first um, Democratic primary. Okay. And I think that was a great tactic because she could not poll well anywhere. So they're really I think what they might do is have Joe Biden pull out with this very un, like, unpopular politician on the big stage. And I'm not and I'm not sure what will happen. What do you, in that scenario? I'm what, not even sure I understand where what what the scenario Joe Biden plays drops out. Joe Biden drops out. Before the presidential election and Kamala okay. Harris is up to run, who do you think does does Kamala Harris do well against Trump? No, you just said it. She's polls horribly. Yeah, she the stats for her are bad, and this is the real problem for for Joe. And honestly, he put himself in a corner by saying, "I'm only picking yeah. a black woman." Yes. So obviously, the pool was limited. It turned out to be like Susan Rice and not much else, and so. When he picks of the group, I don't know if she may may or may not be the best, but the stats for her are bad. Yeah. She does not pull well. And we kind of knew this going into Hillary Clinton, too. Is like we knew Hillary there was an element of like people don't like Trump or some, but some may be curious about him. But people did not like Hillary. Definitely. We knew that for sure. Definitely. There's a similar story here. Um, I don't think Joe it's is, as big. It's it's not as big because Joe is the candidate. Yeah. Joe is our candidate. And speaking of Joe as our candidate, yeah. I'm not seeing a ton of Joe bumper stickers in the streets. Now that she's is running me, are we going to see some yes. Joe Kamala bumper stickers? In terms of the bumper, we always use bumper stickers as one of our main indicators of how the, the pulse of the nation really is. I think we'll see a huge uptick in that joint ticket of bumper yeah. stickers. I think if, if the wokeness of Kamala, just people will not be able to resist. They're going to be like, I need her on my car, Biden on Harris. my Ford Fiesta. It's the, yeah, it's the most insane cultural thing ever to like bumper. That's why I got rid of my car in part. That's like one element. But so you wouldn't be forced to put bumper stickers on yeah, it's during like, election it's season. All, it's also just like anyone who puts a bumper sticker on a car is an idiot. But yeah. so, so you're thinking that Kamala is just going to like, entice these people being like we are ready we want it's not even his name on our bumper sticker yeah well it is that it's like we're we're rejecting trumpism and we're yeah. and this is our we're only, pro women we're pro we're, black yeah and uh, and we are for, i'm for those things too you're for those things too right. so it's not that we're not no, for this is the type of like signaling it's political yeah. signaling it's like you could also pick a candidate who's like starkly had been advocating for those things for his whole career or her her whole career and we and we would have been more down, but I think let her, let's let her present her argument and we'll see what's up. So we touched a little bit on Joe and it's been a while since we last pod yeah. cast. 
did. Yeah. Sorry, that was a three-syllable <laughs> word I just broke down there. No worries there. Um, but he's made a couple, Basement Joe <laughs> has made a couple TV appearances yeah. since then. It doesn't seem like he's mentally doing great. Uh, one thing that the media has been really pumped about was that he went on a bike ride. So Joe yeah. bike riding, what does that do for you? That's In my eyes, that's huge. Because it's a task I didn't think he would be able to complete on a daily basis or even in general. But I think what we saw in those basement interviews was horrifying. I think I, I think it's really being underplayed. Like how this man, I mean, he, he, he said some devastating things and I'll let anyone judge them for what they are. But to me, they were just like the most out of touch, you know, old school racist, but you don't even know it type shit. And I think, yeah. The more work goes to him, again, we'll see what happens, but I think signs don't point to it being a good thing. So many times he thinks he's making some, like, great joke, yeah. and we'll give that, like, that Michael Scott smile. Yeah, I don't know who Michael Scott is, but yeah. This is The Office, for <laughs> those of you who don't know. Yeah. Um, I he'll give that. that, like, awkward smile. Like, he really doesn't know that he said something offensive, right. and he thinks it's going to be hilarious. Right. And then it just doesn't play well. Like, the last thing he just said, he, he pulled... Uh, a black interviewer who was asking a genuine question about his mental, if he took a mental test, he said, are you, it's like me asking you, do you do coke? Are you a junkie? I think what he actually said, it's like me asking you if you would take a drug test before work with the assumption that you would. And then he did follow it up. It's yeah. Like, it's like, I'm not like, sorry, dude. Like we don't think like that. Like that line of thinking I've heard before from usually people that are older who are like, have been through the fucking ringer. They think of a war or something, you know? Yeah. So I'm not trying to say anything like that, but I think it's, it's really not looking good there, but Kamala season. Kamala season. So while we say, while we're on the topic of questioning Joe's mental capabilities, yeah. I want to run a couple questions from you and let's play a little game here. Okay. I want to ask you, I'm going to give you like a, <laughs> a career. Yeah. Just like a rudimentary job. You yeah. know, it could be any, any job across the spectrum. And I want you to be honest and be like, okay, you know what? I think Joe could do a great job at that job. <laughs> or you'll be like, you know what? I don't think he's great for this job. Okay. So let's start it out. I'm going into it with a fully open mind. Fully open mind. I, want, I don't want any political biases here. I just want you from what I'll you judge know the of man. Joe. Yeah. Judge the man, Joe. And be like, you know what? I'm walking into this. And I want to see if he can do a good job. Um, maybe I'm the head of recruiting and I'm interviewing this guy. Sure. Best buy. Local Best Buy. You want to just be the floor manager? Yeah. How does that go? I'm walking in. My iPhone's just been acting up. And yeah. I just want to go to Joe. I go to the regular person. And he can't help me. So I'm like, I need to speak to your manager. Joe comes up to me. How does that go? Everything I've seen from this man points me to believe exactly what you had brought up previously. Is that he thinks he's saying something almost witty and funny. And it, he is just like coming out with these racist zingers. So I would have to pass on him as the head of any tech uh, help group at all in any capacity. Yeah, I don't think he'd just be much of a help, like trying to relate to the iPhone or anything like that. So I don't think Best Buy is his career. But what about like a McDonald's drive-through? Yeah. Very easy. Like I he think, could do that, right? So I do think this would actually be a good one for Joe Biden. I, I think he, it, like he could lead a good crew in there. They'd have all cylinders working. He'd be making some extremely off-color jokes to the workers and saying things that are wildly inappropriate. Probably doing some weird like touching and sniffing of either the French fries and in the tight back. quarters. It's tight quarters. Yeah. There, so he could be doing like ass grabbing. Yeah. And like anything could happen. Yeah. So. So are you sure this is a good idea? Also, here's another. Thing. 
picture that he's gonna have that headset on yeah and it's moving quick in there it's like fry this that yeah, boom, can boom, he boom. can he do that uh, i think he would definitely get disoriented at moments but overall i think i wanted i did pass on him at best buy so i want to give him the benefit of the doubt at our local mcdonald's okay. and say Maybe this guy could do it. So I actually think he won't do a good job there. Okay. But I, I have one that I think he could do a decent job. Okay, let's hear it. Your local librarian. You <laughs> go into the bookstore, you need a book recommendation, yeah. and Joe agrees to you. How does that go? I don't think it goes particularly well, like to be completely honest with you, but I don't think it goes horribly because, again, I think it's the same cadence of like he'll say some like kind of semi racist joke or something, again, that he thinks is going to play really well with the person he's saying it to. He's, he's good intentioned, you know, like. Pretty so you think that won't go well? I think it'll go okay. So, He'll say some pretty terrible shit, but he probably will recommend some good books. Does he have like the mental capacity to like fly a plane? <laughs> like, do you trust him operating your plane? I'm scared to even get in a plane with anyone. So of course, based on those interviews that I've seen, I'm horrified to get in a plane that he's even in, let alone one that so he's no piling. machinery operating. Oh, no I machinery. A forklift would be out of the question. Okay. Yeah. So we have limited options for joe um as just a regular everyday american career so this probably is his last shot like if he could do this this is his last job interview for sure this is going to be his last job interview and we're hoping for the best for the for the poor man yeah um so also it's been a minute since we spoke and let's recap the country's going wild is that true yeah oh i didn't we still have Portland unrest. I don't even know about it. Can you? It, and it's crazy. There's so much craziness going on. Okay. I want to just talk about okay. Kind of the the state of the nation. Okay. And kind of this right left pull that we have going on. So I'm going to read you something that a friend of mine sent me. Okay. Recently. What is? Would we say today? Or not? Yes, yeah, this happened today. I think we should just say it. And so I just want to pick. I just want to get like your opinion on yeah. this hot topic around coronavirus. Okay. Say, it's basically become like, okay, left, shut down everything, shut right, down. keep everything open. And accept, the, and accept the repercussions. And accept the repercussions. So this kind of gives us a good insight into the mind of, of the shutdown everything. Okay, let's hear it. I'm going to read you a little bit of this. Anonymous. I'm affected personally as a teacher and I have fear of this pandemic. I'm being forced to work as a first responder not paid or benefits like one in an unsafe area which you know there which you know there are i don't know what that means i teach in low-income community and of mostly minorities and may be forced to put myself at risk by going to school for in-person learning trump is in support of opening schools so people can go back to work and boost his economy what do you think about that I think it's good intention. That's the thing. Like, I think this the person is coming from it from a position of like, I want to protect myself. I want to protect my family. But I think it is just like a little, it's polarizing the situation to where you're saying we can't send our kids to school and we have to stay home. Like it's, we've looked at different countries in terms of countries that have locked down and countries that have or have or have not locked down. And what we've seen is that it pretty much doesn't matter. You know, what's, what's going to be is going to be. So I think it's an interesting debate, and we definitely know where this kind of person is, and then we definitely know where the other kind of people are. Yeah, it, to me, I, my insight in that is also the CNN scare tactics are so real. Yeah. And, like, you hear this stuff, and it's, like, it's like really um, uh, fearful. 
And I would say it's bigger than just CNN. It's really the tech and like this kind of like communication brand, like branch, like all of them on the same page. Don't you think in some respects, Facebook, Twitter? Yeah. I wonder if it would be the same case if it wasn't an election year, because there probably is an agenda to really try to create this tumultuous situation for the country, feel the sense of uneasiness. We know data wise that an incumbent president under an uneasy circumstance generally doesn't fare great. So um, that seems to me what what's happening. And I just feel sad that the fact that we're so on two opposite ends of the spectrum for the sake of politics, like why does everything have to be like, so Trump did this, so this. Yeah, Trump did this, so, so this, and and if one left person says something, we all back that that approach. Yeah. We're just so polarized, yeah. and it's, it's an unfortunate circumstance. Maybe it means we need to like, kind of like semi-evolve past some of our systems, keep the really good elements, and evolve the elements that have got a little fucked up. Yeah, and that's where Kamala comes in. She's just going to bring us all together. Exactly. She's just this hammer who's going to strike and and connect the polarization and it's all going to reverse in together yeah it's going to be great um so let's transition to a little bit of basketball okay the bubble is back okay i want to run through a couple things that have been happening lakers have struggled a bit we have been cold on the lakers to start the year they kind of surprised us yes we looked at the roster here and day in and day out and we just didn't feel so excited about it now lebron's looking a little older and it's just looking more of what we thought what's happening here the position I came out with is that the Lakers won't be favored against any team in the West. Oh, in the playoffs, and that's I like s- a Skip Bayless first take right here. It's, and I'm getting my chain out, the <laughs> flex as I say it, because it's the truth, man. The roster is beyond horrific. Like the players are terrible. Anthony Davis is in this weird spot where, like, he's kind of getting like. He always has taken tough shots on this team. Yeah, he's he's, he's like never taken easy shots on this team. Yeah, he's not getting in. He's not getting down. And I don't know this because I don't watch enough, but I don't think he's getting down into the low post and like they're running the offense through him because LeBron just kind of like dribbles, 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 dribbles. The game's down. not like that anymore. Yes, yeah. slashing and kicking and taking tough mid range step back jumpers. Yeah, a lot of the time, um, he's taking more threes, which he's not incredible at. Does LeBron look? Do you think he's on? Have we? Can we say definitively he's headed down the slope? Well, we've done this many times before, and you'll watch him hold the trophy up at the end of the year, and we'll be like, "We were fucking morons." This is on tape. Yeah. So I don't want to say that for sure, but but I don't think he looks amazing. No, I don't. What's wrong? What's depre- What's like getting worse? He settles for a lot of these jumpers, and it works for him at times. His jumper has gotten much better, but it's not that freight train. He's not getting in this hoop. bubble that I've seen. And, and some people would – LeBron lovers would say, like, these games are meaningless for him and, like, he's just really warming up and we'll see – we'll talk in the playoffs, right? Yeah, I, I guess maybe, you know, that's so true. It's so possible. Yeah. Ultimately, they have two good players on the court. Two, two of the top ten. Yeah, we two agree. of the top ten players, so they could beat a lot of teams. Yeah. I don't want to rule them out, but yeah, it's not I'm looking. raising concerns. But teams that we think are, are played really well. Yeah. Uh, who who are things are players teams that have surprised you? As a Houston has surprised me in the sense that James Harden is fucking unstoppable. Like when he has the ball at the high three point line in the corner, and he's deciding between passing to the left, passing to the right, or taking it to the hoop. He's unstoppable. So they've surprised me. Um, or he's like patience with his like floater game these days. Like he'll get yeah. break a defender and he'll just like yeah. Like, be so methodical of when he's going to pull up for that 
floater, you know? It's unbelievable. I think Portland has really impressed people for a lot of reasons. Um, I would say Dame Lillard is the number one reason why. So Portland, who's impressed you so far in the bubble? Well, I want to just talk about some breakouts. Like, obviously, the world's talking about Devin Booker. But, yes. yo, that team's not great. And he is putting the team on his back. For That's sure. not easy to do. It's a good team. It's, it's a solid team. It's a solid core with some really cool pieces that are, like, kind of gelling together a little bit. I mean, like, what, McCall Bridges gets you pumped? He gets me a little pumped on defense. Okay. And then DeAndre Ayton is something. Ricky Rubio is something. Sarge is something they yeah, just have it's a not bad they actually put together a couple like professional players which is baines on the team <laughs> i think baines is on the team yeah something big bane or bane so they're really impressive michael porter jr also getting a ton of hype someone who we thought could be good going into this thing is just Breakout. he's a great three-point shooter yeah he's pretty good at rebounding he's a great he's very tall he's very tall yeah. he's like a true power forward for this nba yes yeah he's he's chris great. Humphrey's frame. But able, just so much. Chris Humphrey's like job line too. Like we might see a Kardashian just jump on him soon. I heard that. <laughs> really? No, but maybe. <laughs> but maybe like the jaw line, the whole like. Because Chris Jenner will know and she'll will orchestrate it. Yeah. Yeah. No. He, we, and we could just see him, the Denver, LA community, like Kendall just flying out to Denver. Yeah. Easy to see the game. Yeah. Like this could happen. That's reasonable. So. Another team that I am like in on, and oh. you feel the same way. Oh, Toronto Raptors, dude. And I'm now fully on board, dude. There's a Spursian thing going here. Yes, and they just paint the corners, cut slash boom, boom, boom. basketball team. This European style professional basketball team that yeah. I really get hard to. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. It's actually even I think one level better than that. They are so long and crazy defensively. I know that's also part of yeah. what you're describing, but it's like incredible how they rotate together as a team defensively. They they push in the correct way, you know, they crash the boards in the correct way. They, it just literally seems like everything is going perfect. Rondé Hollis Jefferson has become like a really niche role player for them. They have great off like they just have great off the bench it doesn't seem like they miss a step when they go to the second unit. Yeah. It's just seamless and I think going to be deadly in a playoff series. Yeah, fully. And so what, one thing I'll say is the odds obviously have moved way more in their favor since the start of this thing because they're playing amazing. They're the I don't want to be the sucker who like wasn't in tune with like the 2014 Spurs or the 2011 Mavs where it's like, whoa, they just like play better than this team. Like the Mavs going into that that – Miami Heat series, you knew they were clicking on all series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is similar to this 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 team. Like, yes. you're like, okay, they're really clicking. Yes. Let's try to get in tune with that. And they could be a, a way more talented Who's good? team. This so happens tell in me, basketball all the time. That is exactly what I have seen on the court is like a gelling or like a cohesion. Name a team that asked me or even presents a team that you think could be a favorite against them in the Eastern Conference portion of the playoffs. Uh, right say, now, I can't think of any. What would you think of Boston, for example? Who's the favorite? And everyone's healthy for Boston. Like minus 110 Toronto. So both ways, minus 110. Yeah, or maybe one, minus What about the Bucks versus Toronto? Maybe uh, could be an Easter conference. I mean, Bucks, because of the sex appeal and the, the, the star power, they will be favored. They'll oh, probably be minus 170, which wow. is, like, low. Yeah. Because people what will I'm saying know. is the sharp – Play is the minus one thirty plus one fifty. I'm sorry, plus one forty plus one fifty. Yeah, bucks. So no, uh, Toronto. Toronto. Yeah, so, yeah. This is what I'm saying is like they're they almost be a sucker here. I'm a hundred percent on board that they are the top team in the East by far. The best coach, the best GM, 
the team that's clicking on all cylinders when it's really going to matter. And so who about West? So we're not liking the Lakers. Who could come out West? You said Houston you like. Love Houston. And I, I do. What pick, have we seen from the Clippers? Do we like the Clippers? They're still good. Clear, clearly the second team right exactly just a nib behind Houston in the sense that like Kawhi is incredible. Their role players have been in and out of the lineup. Montrezl Harrell matters. Lou Williams matters. Like these players will really, really make a huge difference in the playoffs. So I yeah. think I think There's Clippers are. If I'm, I think Doc Rivers is their coach who you love. I can't believe like he's <laughs> like because he's doing the same shit he's always doing, like crazy complaining. Like yeah, it's classic. But they love him, so it's good. So the team I loved going into the season were the Nuggets. Now that they broke out, they seem to have some sort of big three here somehow. Yeah, which was kind of my my thinking is. They have young guys. They play cohesive. They actually know it's kind of an instant ball mover. Yeah. Could they somehow pull like a maps and just run the table? Definitely. I think the West is completely wide open with that 1A, 1B scenario. I have the Lakers actually exactly eighth. Oh, my God. So it's like I would put Portland over them. I just think Dame Lillard gets it done. I just think that Portland team gets it done for the first Lakers. Uh, yeah, and – is Dallas the seven seed? I think Luka gets it done. Yeah, Luka's scared. I think Utah gets it done. I think the defensive presence of Robert would be very a huge. I think Utah is probably one of the worst teams. They are, and I have them at seven exactly. I probably have them at eight. Okay, but I think I would just favor Utah a tiny bit because of actually Mike Conley looks great, and it's a uh, he looks better. He looks great. Uh huh. And. They're really gelling as well, I think, in some respects. Don Bogdanovich. It's fine because Donovan Mitchell is should be getting the touches. And, sure. And I think I, I would have them seven, Lakers eight. But the real team to watch out for is the Carmelo Anthony-led. Portland Trailblazers. Portland Trailblazers. Ending the pot on that. I fucking hate Carmelo Anthony. Look at his advanced stats. He's still having a terrible year. Peace, peace, peace.